Hello everyone, welcome to the In Touch Wellness Empowerment Call. It is time for us to level up. I am Dr. K here with In Touch Wellness. Our topic today is suffering in silence, the importance of self-care. It's an honor for my team and I to be able to have this platform. We are serving as a source of encouragement and motivation just for our everyday lives. At In Touch, we are committed to partnering with individuals towards achieving and maximizing their potential, their goals. Each of us was made for a purpose greater than our challenges, setbacks, and disappointments. We believe in the power of prayer. I will be starting this cast with a prayer. Our team Ask God that you guide each one that's listening as we start this session today, wherever they may be suffering, in silence, Lord. We know there's nothing that's hidden from you. We ask that you will touch them in that place of hurt, of pain. Help each of us all to open up and seek help and be set free. Jesus name I pray. Amen. Amen. Again, suffering in silence, the importance of self-care. I'm going to start with a quote that goes, we all fight battles no nobody knows about. And perhaps those who appear to have it all together have simply layered on the facade so thick that no one suspects a thing. Is that not true? I'm sure at some point we've all been in these places. Many of us don't show our scars, um, which is not necessarily a negative thing, right? Uh, we have to learn to trust and develop a relationship with others before showing our scars. So some of us may not look like what we're going through, thus the topic of suffering in silence. Even before the pandemic and time of uncertainty, many of us have been suffering in silence. The situation may be in your relationship, the workplace, your biological family. Let's get into this more. Question, has there ever been a time in your life that you were facing much pain and hurt, but the closest people to you never knew? You may have kept it in or never dealt with it. Let's talk about it in relationships. There may be mistreatment. A selfish spouse, selfish friend, these things may lead to hurt. This can be very challenging and may even lead you to closing up. In some cases, it may be a cycle of not good treatment that you have not shared with others. You hide it. Maybe you feel you can't change it. So let's leave it alone, right? Um... I call that emotional incarceration. Seeing it that you're being loyal and faithful to a relationship or marriage that may be unhealthy is emotional incarceration. And in that type of situation, bitterness, regret, and unforgiveness and hurt live there. Sometimes we maintain silence to protect a beautiful, in quote, relationship. But we forget too much of silence creates a distance in a beautiful relationship. So it's important that we address our issues. Seek help. Get counseling. The help is out there. The workplace. You may find yourself 
in what would be considered a hostile work environment, being spoken to disrespectfully, not appreciated, passed over for promotions. Why some people don't speak up sometimes is because they're afraid of being fired, losing an opportunity. People have become dehumanized in some ways. So person suffering, person suffering, continue to stuff their hurt and their feelings, suffering in silence in the workplace. If they are not careful, and we are not careful, when we stuff these emotions, we can develop a dangerous level of bitterness. We must realize, everyone, that at all levels of the hierarchy, at our workplace, wherever we may be, everyone's worried about their job, insecurity, whether it's in a private or public life or sector. Let's talk about suffering silence, the place of worship. In different areas of our lives, including our worship, our religion, people may feel passed by in the church, um, no spiritual, not spiritually growing, but remain there anyway because of culture or family or religiosity, I like to call it, being committed to a thing even though it's no longer feeding you. It's the church your family was raised in, right? You may even experience things that are contrary to your God, but you remain there. You stuff it. You remain in silence because it's what you know. You're afraid to do something different. Let's talk about biological family and childhood. You may have been abandoned in your childhood, even neglected or abused. This trauma is real. Were you in a place where you couldn't turn to anyone? Maybe your parents were always working and not there to reassure you, leading you to self-esteem issues um, because of the lack of affirmation, which children depend on as they develop their esteem in their development, developmental stage of that. Nothing is celebrated when kids are suffering due to lack of support. Adult children, parents may be dictating your activities of life, career, what you should do. You know, if you're not in one of three professions, your life does not count. Who you marry, do you have those type of parents? Were you born to a culture um, in which, you know, no matter how old you are, your children, your, your parents still dictate your life. It's time to speak up against those parents. They don't live your life. Stop suffering in silence. There's respectful ways to do that. It may be taboo in your culture, but it's no longer okay for adult parents to be dictating the life of their children, adult children. Our soldiers are strong, although they have experienced killing and deaths all around them, having been into war. However, the stigma of mental health imprisons them to go and get help they desperately need. So they suffer in silence, leading to broken families, though some of them turning to substance abuse, self-medicating their symptoms. How about dealing with the loss and grief? The loss of a loved one not being processed. Why? Because you're the quote-unquote strong one. You are the mother. You're the wife. You're the father. You're the superhuman figure, which doesn't exist, people. 
The Superman, Superwoman is a dangerous mindset and can build a level of confidence that results in denial of vulnerability, which is a healthy part of the human experience, being vulnerable, knowing your limits as a human. The first step, as with any affliction, is to acknowledge the problem exists. I'm here to say to you that it's okay to be vulnerable and grieve. God has given us those tears for joy and sadness, times of sadness. Do not be afraid to get help or make time to heal that emotional injury, that broken heart. I pray God heals you. A personal desire may not have yet been fulfilled for you and can lead to a form of suffering if you let it. Family, these are only some examples of aspects of our lives. There are many more human experiences that can lead to suffering and silence. However, we always have a choice to get help. You may have faced neglect, abandonment that haunts you now as an adult. But guess what? You have the choice. You have the power. Do not be afraid to get help now. The past is gone. What will you do now, today? I'm going to read a quote. Sometimes the strongest among us are the ones who smile through silent pain, cry behind closed doors, and fight battles nobody knows about. We know many people like this. Kids are allowed to say it's hard and cry. But how about mom? How about dad? How about men? Right? We all have emotions though. And men do cry. It's okay to express your emotions. Mothers cry. Fathers cry. And it is okay. Your supervisor is a person with the life and issues that come with it. So no matter what your race, your wealth, you are not impervious to issues that come with life. It's called life. People around you are hurting. So be compassionate. Be kind. We must be kind to each other. The only mistake you can make is not asking for help. This is by Sandeep Johar. And I so, 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 so support that. As we start to talk about self-care, what is self-care? It's intentional practice, actions, taking care of our mental, emotional, physical health. Even spiritual health we could, can be included in that. Although it's a simple concept, it's something many of us forget to do, especially if you're used to making sure everyone else is good. Good self-care is key to our improved mood, and it actually reduces anxiety. It's also key to having a healthy, good relationship. Myths about self-care, ah, self-care is self-indulgence. No, that's not true. Self-care includes making mindful decisions and thoughts to care about your well-being. Another myth out there, self-care is selfish. No, I call it self-care is self-preservation, right? When we make time for ourselves and get sufficient rest and exercise, we feel so much better. We can do more for others, And self-care is a one-time experience. Mm, That's a lie, right? Self-care needs to become a lifestyle. It helps to prevent us from burnout, which is so real. Sometimes we need to take a break in a mental health day, which has been used along this pandemic time, even by our national professional sports team. 
and just rest. That is, there is power in knowing when you need to be vulnerable and allow yourself to release the emotional pain. Stand up for yourself. In relationships, it's so important to communicate and not stuff all those emotions. In some cases, you may need the help of a life coach, of a therapist, the assistance of someone that you're close to that's objective, that you can release and vent with to work through those unresolved conflicts. You may even need a couples therapist in your relationship. And I always say this, I have a therapist. My husband and I have a couples therapist. I have a life coach, so it's okay to get your help. That means you're taking care of your issues in your business, and that is healthy. Workplace, we are not anyone's doormat. There are human resources, union reps, speak up so that these stressors won't start affecting your performance at work. You are there to do your duties like the next person. You must be empowered to know that. So speaking to your appropriate department, those are your protections in the workplace. You are not married to any church. So yes, God is everywhere and you have the right to be in a place where you can serve God in the freedom of God and who he is. Don't let culture or what people will think limit you, right? And pull you away from a place where you can really, really have true liberty. These are for the folks that are experiencing suffering and silence in their religious Um, environments. Adult children, you must stand up, as I've said before, for yourself. You don't want to live your parents' life. Parents, let your children live their lives. Let them marry who they desire. Let them pursue their dream, not yours. It's okay to pray for them, but it's not okay to not allow them to make their own mistakes. Yes, we know as parents we don't want our children to make mistakes, but they're going to, and you have to allow them to make that mistake and learn from them. Learn from them. You don't want them to build resentment or blame towards you for their lives. Those facing grief, this is a quote I have for you. Even the darkest night will end and the sun will rise. It is real and I get it. I've been there. We need time to heal from emotional injury or hurt, but sometimes we need therapy. Again, I say this, or a grief coach, a coach that can help you through that grief. Focus on healing. We do believe God heals and answers prayers, but he also has given doctors and um, therapists and all these coaches and all these individuals the knowledge to help journey with you in that healing process. So reach out to them. Our belief in in our medical practice is that doctors treat and God heals. So reach out. Today, no matter who you are, we want to remind you that you matter. You are fearfully and wonderfully made and you are loved. You are not alone, although you may feel it at times. Your feelings matter. Be open and objective. Be open um, to someone you can be a, that can be objective and get that help. Get that help. It's not about people being in your business because things start to spill over when you don't get that help on time. Professional help may be necessary to help you work through the trauma and the hurt. 
And if you prefer someone of faith, then seek that out. There's so many um, options out there. You know, we can kind of pick and choose the type of therapist we want, their gender, their background. So there's no excuses. Same for life coaches. Um, There's no excuses. help out there, but you have to be ready. Sometimes asking for help is the bravest move you can make. You don't have to go it alone. Hello? You don't have to be alone. I want to say here, mental health is real. It deserves care. The same as you get your physical exam specialist, your mind health. So use it. Pursuit of happiness is about mental wellness. And it's important that we focus on that as we seek to no longer suffer in silence, particularly in the holiday time in the midst of the pandemic. Let's reach out to each other. We are a human race and need to look out for one another. Lastly, trust God with all your hurts for he cares for you. Ask for help. Again, have a wonderful day, rest of your week, rest of your month. Please stay encouraged. Take care of yourself. You were made for a purpose. I want you to dream again, live big, laugh, love. If you want to run fast, run alone. If you want to run far, run with others. Stay in touch and stay encouraged. See you all next call. Be safe and God bless.